0: Well, hello, 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 and welcome back to The Gaming Blender, uh, the podcast of hypothetical games. Uh, As many of you already know, but for those who are new, welcome. Welcome to the sanctuary
1: of hypothetical games. I'm here, of course, with Matthew. Matthew, how are you? I'm very well. If you're watching the YouTube screen, I've been pulling very many, many, many happy faces. Uh, If you're not watching and um, you don't know what I've been doing, then just imagine a smiling, bald man. He is a smiling go. bald man. That's pretty much a good. If you were to,
0: you know, a, a nice pithy explanation. Condense me into a, a small, a small title yeah that, 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 that pretty much covers it um so yes as i said welcome to the podcast of hypothetical gaming um for those who don't know what we do uh, on this podcast we um we like to take a uh we, we like to uh take a we like to pontificate yes that's a good way of putting it about potential games that could be made and the way we do this is we take a we take a genre and some mechanics and a narrative and we sort of smush them together perhaps mechanics and genres that don't quite normally go together but we uh we usually make some, some excellent stuff. Um, but to crack on, uh, Matthew, how has your uh, your gaming experience been recently? What have you been up to?
1: Well, my gaming experience recently has been uh, a twofold. I have moved away from console gaming for a very short time, and I've decided to do some role-playing games. Yeah. Now, firstly, I've watched the Dungeons & Dragons film in the cinema, which was excellent. I'd like to tell everybody to go and watch that. Great fun. Please go, go and see that in droves. It's absolutely Mm. fantastic. The next thing is Scott and I were held at gunpoint recently by um, Pete uh, of this parish, who you will know very well, people, if you you had heard Pete stepped in for Scott. And then Mm. he promptly kidnapped my family and said, you better appear on our podcast. And I went, fine, fine, just put down, put down the gun, Pete. And it was all, it was all amicable, And we went on the Mr. Tonic uh, Playhouse podcast, which I'd highly advise you uh, seeking, seeking, Seeking out, I can't talk. I'd highly advise you seeking it out because it is essentially a uh, role-playing games, but instead of doing the classic Dungeons & Dragons, they do called Cthulhu. And Scott and I took a little gambit on a game, which is essentially um, a sort of game for new players because neither Scott or I have done this before. It was completely alien to us. And we have a gift, amazingly. We have a gift to you as our listeners because the, uh, the final version is locked behind a paywall. However for being wonderful members of the Gaming Blender community, our wonderful, wonderful listeners, you get access to it for free. So you will find the YouTube link in this episode's description, so please click on that, give it a listen, and for those who like it, or those who are interested in what... what, um, Go and give the podcast a listen, and also the episode two of that series that we're doing with him will be out soon where you will listen to us play our characters. There were, I think it'd be fair to say, Scott... Mixed results. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to ruin anything. No, no, but no. I uh, I think I I don't ruin anything, but um, just give a brief overview of our struggles.
0: So, uh, you know. A lot of this is, uh, as you know, if anyone who who has played role-playing games before, they require an element of input from you. They require you to, as it says, role-play your character, which usually obviously differs from your own character, your own, uh, your own self. And so the way that Matthew and I uh, decided to approach this was to make sure we, we had some drinks, uh, with us. Uh, and this led to some very interesting, uh, interesting outcomes. Um, We also, when we generated our characters and we did our backstories, we found, Matthew and I found that what we'd done is sort of created polar opposites. And so we decided before that we would ensure that both our characters hated one another. Uh, And so if you would like to hear friends of 18 years argue uh, and bicker very pettily for about three hours, um, (laughs) definitely, definitely go listen to it. It's very, very, um it's very funny it's very it's very tongue-in-cheek um and actually it's a very good story so as as many of you as, if you play role-playing games you'll know every role-playing game is different because everyone will play the game differently and different outcomes will occur i think the outcome of ours is exciting it's it's definitely it's definitely a story i would listen to and i have been listening to it and it is actually um it's excellent so please do please do go and listen to that. And then please do subscribe to the Miscotonic podcast because,
1: um, please subscribe. If you. any of you heard people before on this channel, Pete's, mm-hmm. uh, Pete's an absolute star. And, mm-hmm. um, he was really imaginative and came up with a really fantastic, um, sort of dialogue and situations. And he was really brilliant, brilliant, brilliant at, uh, mm-hmm. running that. So give it a listen. I'm sure you'll love it. And, um, I guess that I might have had a tipple too far, but as I said, as I politely said before, Scott, I got too invested in my character who I decided was useless. And only after a while did I realize that it was a team event and I should probably start stop being useless, start stop, should probably stop being useless because I was required to help out. So I got too involved in the whole um, acting side of it with mm. a capital A. As I anywho, say, I feel like we should. I feel like we should say no more and leave people to experience the joy that that is for themselves. The, and we should crack on with our own the,
0: podcast. The last, the last thing I will say is: listeners, if you want to hear the the most belligerent man in the world, uh, or the most belligerent character in the world, most definitely, please do check it out because it is hilarious so yes no absolutely we will we will crack on um That's so right. as, I, as i mentioned before what we will do is we'll take some genres and take some mechanics of um of gaming and we will push them together and make a brand new game by the end so matthew as you know i would like you to choose a number which will define the genre that we will be using as our basis and uh, the numbers are between one and twenty
1: what number and as previously mean? said, just to be clear, and actually we have been inspired by dice rolls. We will start using dice for this moving yeah. forward at some stage. But for the moment, mm. I'm going to still pick numbers. And Scott will tell me off if he decides the numbers are not suitable for him if he wants to be grumpy. So okay. I'm going to go with number 14. Interesting. Okay. Would okay, you we're moving like forward to with know? It? Would you like to know? No, I like it. Unlike you, I like it as one big batch. And I feel like that's something we're going to have to stick with
0: moving forward. I know. So now that we have our genre, which I will reveal listeners in a minute, you will now pick two game mechanics that we will then smush with this genre. So I would like two numbers between 1 and 37.
1: So I've got to go completely instinctively about away from numbers I'd usually pick, because I'm very very aware that I want to pick. It is very difficult. There is a human... I'm sure there's someone very clever out there that's written a paper about how people gravitate towards normal. The amount of times I've given you a slap for picking number nine or whatever it is. So I'm going to pick number 17. Uh, And I'm feeling... Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Is he allowed? Okay. And I'm feeling I'm going to pick number... uh, 33. 33.
0: Ooh. That's that's interesting, actually. I don't think I can think of a game that has these together. Okay, so what you've chosen, Matthew, is a platformer.
1: Okay, platformer, with, solid. So, aka um, Crash Bandicoot, all that jazz. With you two D, you get Mario. Um, with, yes, yes. Sorry, sorry. I I, I misjudged your platforms.
0: With survival and choice-based system mechanics.
1: Thoughts. What on earth? <laughs> so I'm just I I'm, suddenly my instinctive thought was Mario leaning over a bonfire, deciding which of Luigi or Peach to, Peach to eat out of cannibalism. <laughs> but that might be a bit dark. That
0: I mean, well, you know, hey, it's it's survival is usually pretty dark,
1: you know. Survival of the fittest. You could, um, you, you could do that. <laughs> So, hang on. So, what makes up a platformer? A platformer generally, you have self contained levels. You're, you're generally accessing different areas. There's quite You can quite often get Metroidvania style platformers because you can access as you unlock various um, elements of the map. Mm-hmm. Um, survival, obviously, resource management generally, and then a choice based system. What choice based system springs to mind out of interest for you when you, you hear choice based system? What's your I, first instinctive? I think of the old Telltale games. can i I just pitch something to you yeah yeah, yeah. i can't pitch i I had a brainwave the other day and i just i'm just going to randomly say this because i thought it was a mess awesome game a succession style telltale game based on the tv series succession now for those of you not familiar with i know you haven't seen it but for those familiar with it essentially it is just business jargon everybody betraying each other it's game of thrones-esque in the modern business world so i suddenly had the idea to make that a telltale game and that would be hilarious that would be quite funny. Anyway, that's be quite funny. That's yeah, by, I'm, by.
0: I'm not sure you can do it as a platformer.
1: <laughs> no, 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 I'm imagine, not suggesting for this. I'm not suggesting, like, a, I'm not just, just just Logan Roy just hip-hopping and punching a little box going, woohoo! Um But I, choice-based mechanics, one interesting choice-based mechanics I always liked and also hated at the same time was, do you remember Infamous, the video games? No, I don't
0: think I ever played, played
1: those. So Infamous were the games on PlayStation and they had infamous one infamous two and infamous second son so this spread over the ps3 and the ps4 generation now they had a morality based system where you choose to be a hero and you chose to be good or bad and that unlocked various powers now the reason it was a really cool mechanic because you got to pick and you got to vary it up but then narrative wise it was incredibly limiting because you just had this good or bad system that was quite obvious yeah. so you'd have this really sort of like do you kill them or do you not kill them Do you eat puppies, or do you live with them? It's like quite clear. Generally, if someone said came to me as I play the evil version, I'd go right, okay. Could you mind standing all the way over there behind this glass? Yeah. But I, I, for a platformer, intro. I like the idea. So survival, you'd have to limit how you could traverse platforms. So what happens if you really? took the level of platformer and spread it out and say you were i mean it's kind of a Mario thing actually say you had millions of different massive worlds each of them sort of platform in order to access each platform you have a rocket ship and then you have to fuel said rocket ship to get to each new platform that's where the survival mechanics come in because you need to keep your rocket ship um fueled up so i'm trying to move away from the old eat eat clean things because I, I sometimes find them a bit grating in games and trying to find different ways. So that's sort of management of your vehicle. Um and then without that you can't literally can't access the net platform. And the next platform is oh, Ooh and a brainwave. Got a strange idea. Go on. I don't know if this is gonna sound bizarre. George I'll just hit you with it so you see what you think. Slap me around the face with it you're incredibly still today for those listening on the podcast Scott is just staring back at me with just complete stillness it's like it's like I he thinks I'm a Tyrannosaur and I just that. can't see him if it's like oh I'm ha- and I've had this brainwave, and oh Scott's gone where's he gone I can't I see we were, I thought we were playing musical statues oh, we, oh okay so each time we talk we're allowed to move that's a new one um so you have this rocket you keep it fueled up You literally go and access the platform and you keep this rocket in shape. Then when you're on the platform, there is a alien world, which is really confined to this platform. So this platform is it doesn't have to be big. It can be kind of cartoonish. The fact you have this tons of these things living. And then when you're on it, you have to make Dragon Age Inquisition style choices about how to deal with certain problems, which then dictate how well life goes on said platform. And then you have to and then that defines how much fuel you get for your rocket ship. So it's kind of a combination of sort of political platforming vehicle management. Okay. Process I, that. No, I, I see where you're going. I'm
0: not sure. I, I don't think it's a bad idea by any means. I just wonder if, you know, the vehicle based system takes away from it being a platform because platforms are usually, you know, people or characters, characters, on okay. their feet, jumping, all of stuff. I'm not sure. Oh, I mean, it could work, but
1: I think. Where did you, you get the survival mechanics from? If you drop that, though, well, we could we could scrap the idea entirely. Are you having any brainwaves? Is there anything that, sorry, any? that sounded really that sounded that sounded really aggressive? To me? Are you having any brainwaves? Are you doing? Are you pulling your? Well, you, you my your idea way, so what, still. What's your stupid idea? What are you bringing to the conversation? I've been here for hours to be fair i didn't have anything to that to the conversation um just so, as a just as a little um behind the behind the curtain i often make uh notes about when something interesting happens in the podcast just in case i want to put a clip on twitter and i've just written down 1358 matt yells at scott on my notes
0: <laughs>
1: i mean that's what usually reminds me
0: usually you do uh, yell at me for
1: something um I am mean, always something. Your daughter's come in the room. Get her out.
0: I <laughs> know, I know. She does occasionally wander in. Um, so, no, I, I don't. I don't think that's a at all. I think you, what you need to have is you need to have very, very def, uh, definite control over the vehicle. So for it. Do you know what I mean? So because because platforms yes, are all um, about you, you doing the movement, you know, Crash Bandicoot, you
1: jumping and making sure you land on the right bits, etc. Same with Mario. Well, instead of vehicle, could you make it equipment then? So your character gets a jetpack or your character gets bouncy shoes at certain elements and depending on what choices you make based on the civilization, they can make the next thing for you, the next item that helps you access the next platform. And then you can do, what you could do is to add a bit of gameplay is you could have these gameplay like it could be difficult to access the next platform and so you get to one and it says right okay we can even make you some bouncy shoes or a jet pack the advantage of the bouncy shoes is they don't run out of fuel so you can take longer or the jet pack you can definitely it's easier to get somewhere but you might not be able to get as far for example mm. um so then what you have this element so right okay if i if i tell them to farm all these to go and cut down all this wood they'll be able to make my shoes if the jet but otherwise i'll get the jet pack um, so you can have a real, maybe sort of different path as well. You can platform around, and then there is a gameplay section where you are doing the physical jumping or climbing based on the equipment you have.
0: So one way you could implement a choice-based system in a in a slightly um, in a slightly different way is where are, are we saying that you are the only person that's doing the platforming, or are you part of a are you part of a team of we people? Could be because, because what I was, what I was thinking was maybe what you could do is you, the choice based system could be, um, as you're on this journey, you realize that because of the arduous nature of the journey, it is impossible to, let's see, um, do everything. You can't be perfect. Okay. So you can't, there, there is no perfect way of doing this. You can't please everyone. You can't save be everyone. Every lesson for
1: all the kids out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so let's say, for example, that, um, you might, you might be, you might be given the choice throughout the whole thing where actually the way that you move on is by, um, oppressing the local population. So maybe, maybe you, maybe you, maybe you can make the choice that actually, you know, screw these local guys. I'm on a journey. I'm going to take what I need. I'm going to steal what I need, um, you know, etc., which also yeah. have a detrimental effect on the locals. Or you could do it where you 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 have to sacrifice your crew. You have to sacrifice the people around you. You know,
1: or you you know maybe you could make it. You could make that more interesting though. In terms of instead of when you say sacrifice, mm-hmm. you can make it slightly more family friendly. You can say this person needs to stay and like we can make you this item, but you lose. Uh, Johnny Quiffhair has to stay and manage it, so you have to make then the decision between Johnny Quiffhair. Yes, right. So yeah. you're like, okay, well, Johnny Quiffhair does have a really great quiff that I can bounce on, but I really like the look of that bit that new grappling hook.:
0: Yeah, and you could, and you can make it you can make it as dark. Or as light as you can, so you can have you can have choices that range from. I feel like
1: you want to make it dark because you said sacrifice, so you're well, like well, I well, want to make it it's, dark. It's
0: survival though; you have to have something. There has to be a darkness to it, but not in the same sort of darkness as you would do, say, um, the the recent game, the Forest Two, which is really dark because it's about cannibals and stuff. Dreaming for it, no. You know, you, okay. you, you it doesn't have, doesn't have doesn't have to be like that, but but you know, there are dark choices. You know, say you could get to one particular place and. You know, the, the locals are, the locals eat people and
1: you, the, you know, the, the, the choice like in that. children is, of the corn-esque, you turn up and they're just children there. You're like, what happened to the adults? Oh, oh. Yeah. And,
0: and you know, maybe maybe you have a choice where you have, you, you know, a, an easy way forward is you leave someone and they get eaten or you do it the hard way you know i mean so so maybe you 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 do that because you know usually bad decisions are the easy way out aren't they that's usually why people make them so you know what if what if you litter these these sort of easy decisions in amongst them that are you know the, the the morality thing and it's not all about killing people because that's not necessarily always the easy option but you know things that you know everyday sort of things that that you know people do like screwing people over and and all that sort of stuff you know you can litter those in and,
1: and that can apply I, For to some reason thing. I've got in my mind now, I've got the, um, you know, the, the melon scene from Ice Age. Uh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I can fully imagine you coming across a scene of the Dodos and just just get the last melon. And you're yeah. going, ah, ha, a melon, yummy. <laughs> I shall eat this melon. Um, but can you imagine also, just to add, can you imagine if you did your tactic and say you stole from a community because you're like, oh, there's this grappling hook that they're using to feed themselves to get bananas off the tree. There's mm-hmm. like a big tree in the centre of this big platform. Like, oh, they use the grappling hook. If we just wait, we'll steal the grappling hook. And then what you can do is say you had to go back up. So you went up and you're like, oh, we've got to go back through the banana king. You went back through and imagine everyone's dead because you took the because you took the banana gun. Everyone. So the grappling hook. So they couldn't have everything down. Everyone starved but, to death. Oh. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. starved to death.
0: I think I didn't. You know, I think a really good way of doing this is, and you can add a lot of variety in, is that you make this sort of trans-dimensional so that actually you're not. You're not going between you're not going between part of the same sort of world or the same sort of worlds. The, an easy way to make it nice and different, every place you go to is completely different, is you make it transdimensional. So you can do like a you're jumping between planes of
1: existence in some way. Ooh. You Although I mean? you did do that, you were very keen on that in Dungeon Madness as well, where last week we ended up with knights oh, yeah. fighting space space stoppers. Oh, it's not, him, but I'm just, I'm just, you clearly, you clearly want, you clearly need a vacation. You want okay, to get this travel. Is the, this is the last time we did transdimensional for a while. How about <laughs> that? How about that? So let's, okay, well, agreed. I won't go transdimensional with you anymore. Okay? Very good. That's very the good. last time. Very good.
0: So let's say, let's say you have to, the platforming is you having to traverse each, each world before you get, let, let's say that each, at the end of each level is a
1: portal to the next, to the next world. So but how do you? At the end of it, the, but then where does, you made the point earlier that platforming yeah. should be a physical act. So yeah. are we going to say that maybe going into these portals then opens up this platforming section, which you can use your new equipment in based on whatever you get? Because we, as I do agree with you. We need some sort of official platforming, the classics yeah. of jumping from ledge to ledge. Yeah. I think this would also work quite well 2D, personally. I don't think yeah, you need no, this I, to be no, 3D.
0: No, no, I don't think you, need, I, I actually prefer platformers to be 2D. You know, I I think 2D. Yes, because you don't end up platforms. with that thing.
1: I made it. I didn't make it.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I think, yeah, I think, I think we'd, we'd make it 2d and you have the, all the choice based systems are sort of based in a, um, almost like a telltale style, um, you know, interactive bit. Once you've done that bit, you then go into the platform a bit to then get to the next bit. Does that make sense? Does that would that yes, work? Yeah, yeah. So it's essentially yeah. you jump
1: in and you have to like go round and just firing your guns. So what plot is going to link this all together? That's a very good point. The narrative. We've got to that point. The where narrative.
0: Matthew is going to apply a we. Matthew's gonna pick, but then we are going to apply a narrative. Yeah,
1: it would leave me on my leave me on my lonesome
0: again. Well, I I do like leaving you on your own because you, you, you haven't you when when I leave you by yourself, you start talking to yourself and then you say lots of very interesting things. So I do. You do. So I'm going to ask you to pick between numbers 1 and 19 for a narrative. What would you like?
1: 15. I'm
0: going to go 15. 15. 15. Ooh, interesting. Number 15 is Forbidden Love. So we are obviously oh, talking come on. The, well, that's easy. the classic Romeo and Juliet. Now, this differs from another platform like Mario, where... The love between Mario and Princess Peach is not forbidden, although I think the, you would class the love between Bowser and Princess Peach. Or the love. I was just about to say, about could we throw it on its head.
1: Could we turn it around and just say, "You're Bowser in this scenario. You're Bowser trying to find Peach to say sorry." You could yeah, make but- it a really, you, you could make it a really, really like dark, dark, twisted thing where your Bowser going through all of these worlds and levels to find Peach, and all you want to do is say sorry. And that can be like the kind of twist at the end that you just send. It's just, it's just just you're writing a note going, "I'm really sorry for all the times I've kidnapped you," and then it just then it just juxtaposes all the evil he might have done on the way because <laughs> he so, killed like accidentally killed all these these environments and civilizations so and just go, "Yeah, sorry, I'm actually changed man now." Are you sure? Because everything's on fire behind you.
0: That's what I say. So, are we suggesting that you are, let's say, in the in in a previous. Mario game. Bowser has been defeated and cast adrift into he's been he's been he's space been, and time. Yes, he's been he's been sort of banished into time, into time and space, and his goal is to find Princess
1: Peach to apologize. <laughs> yeah. and he's got a little letter that he wants to pass to her and you can have the little 2d things and then right at the end i can imagine a little text and she's about to like walk away from him and then it pops up go wait and he just a little letter pops up and you don't know as a player maybe you don't know as a player that you're going to apologize you don't know his goal so it sort of plays with the storytelling that way so actually you think you're going to kidnap her so you think you're like oh yeah i can i can destroy all the lands on the way because i'm going to be bow i'm bowser and i'm going to be evil and then it turns out your goal is actually honorable and you're like oh no oh no i messed up character development here oh, dear. There, everything literally is on fire like, that's what uh, happened did it, I, was it you know when someone asks you how was the journey when you arrived somewhere that's what she asked yeah. was the journey and he just sort of turns around and it's just flat it's, everything is fine gif is just behind it lots of lots of transdimensional fire going on behind him um <laughs> Yeah, don't open that door. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, we could do that. That would be really weird and awesome. Um,
1: and I I really like that. I just, people wouldn't expect it. Um, how would you? There's a very famous game that I can't remember, just to just to do the tidbit, yeah, yeah, and I can't remember what it's called, so I really apologize to everybody (laughs) who If anyone likes this game, if everyone likes this game, do you want me to? I can I can look it up and then you can just if you can fill airtime with with ramblings while I very subtly start typing on my keyboard. I can do. I definitely can do. I think so. I think um,
0: what we have currently is a quite a different thing that people won't necessarily be expecting. My only question would be is how we how we stop the players from knowing what Bowser's motive what what Bowser's motives are because it's very difficult to very difficult to play that sort of game without there being any sort of back because you could have the backstory of okay he's been cast adrift in time and space uh, but then how do you explain the and uh, now he's hopping between dimensions trying to find Princess Peach. Do you know what I mean? How do you how do you sort of uh reconcile
1: that without revealing I- at the end, that I, think, I think. I think. I think. What you do is you play with the idea that you are, as he desperately tries to Google in the background. You play with the idea, the fact that the modern audience knows what um, oh, I've, I've I've worked it out. Um, <laughs> Good. There we go. D- did you like my webbing so, while you were doing that? <laughs> yes, I did like your webbing. I worked it out. However, so what you do is you play with the idea because when you see Bowser as a natural, you assume he's the villain. So that you're playing with that expectation. So what you do is he would go up to people and say, I'm looking for the princess. I'm looking for the princess. And you would naturally assume that he's going to steal the princess because you, 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 as a viewer, this is, this is where it becomes a bit meta because you, you, you are naturally put plugging in your own plot into this because you know all the elements. So I don't think it's that difficult, especially with a 2D platformer where dialogue is not heavy. And if you're also Bowser's going and he's, he's, he's literally being a king in all of these areas. And making decisions for them, you yeah. wouldn't think twice, I don't think. Yeah. Right. Just a, just a thing, just a little thing. So that game that I thought of is Tim. So if you don't want spoilers, uh, for Tim, then, um, close your ears now. But essentially what it is, is you are chasing, well, not chasing, you are running to save a princess. And then it turns out right at the end that she was running away from you. The entire time, so it's a really clever twist because you think you're running to save her, and then you get her at the end, and it turns out that she was running away from you. <laughs> wow! So you're basically like a I know it's really psycho, dark, a, really clever. You're basically like a psycho
0: creep. Not not uh, I think not, so. well, not, not well, you yeah. personally, not you personally, but the, oh no, uh, I thought you were to me.
1: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I think it's a really—it's a really clever twist on it but um yeah so i i i I will feel like we're doing the opposite to that which is kind of
0: nice i like that and i like the way that you would i think i think the way that you an extra way of of helping to make sure that people don't know the twist is that you um you ensure the title doesn't suggest anything so if you named it something like bowser's redemption then that kind of insinuates that bowser should be good for example um so you know i think so so on that note, should we name it?
1: No, 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 no. I yeah, I think you've got a, you'd have got. you have to call it something clever, as you said. You'd have to call it something that leaves everything open and all maybe could be. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Something that could be viewed as uh, the clever when we get to the end, but although we're not giving ourselves very long to think of something clever. I tell you what, I will summarize and you have a think. So.
0: Listeners, oh, what, we, what we have brought together uh, is a a platformer with a survival mechanic and also a choice-based system mechanic. Now, you will play – this will be a 2D platformer where you will play Bowser, okay? And uh, the backstory will be that Bowser has been cast adrift in time and space by his, his, his arch nemesis, Mario, um, and – He, his goal is to find Prince, as always, Princess Peach. You don't know why he's going to find Princess Peach. Um, and you, what you'll be doing is you will be jumping. This will be a trans dimensional adventure where you will platform between many different, uh, many different areas, many different locales, many different uh, dimensions where you encounter lots of different people. Now, a survival element. And indeed the choice-based system will meld together because you need to survive in these in these new dimensions and it there will be harsh environments. And your choice-based system will be based on whether you choose to um make sacrifices yourself, whether you um decide you're going to completely screw over the locals and just be Bowser at his best. Or whether you're going to maybe sacrifice your, your underlings, um, who are, who are coming along, uh, come, you know, those poor turtles, uh, that are, that are coming along with you. Or were they tortoises in Mario? Are they turtles or tortoises?
1: Oh, don't do that to me. <laughs> One <laughs> of the two. Don't do that. I think that, I think they're turtles. Turtles slash tortoises. No. Uh,
0: and, um, the, uh, you know, the, the, the theme is going to be forbidden love, the forbidden love of, of Bowser for Princess Peach. And actually, once you, once you beat the game and you, and you get to Princess Peach, what it turns out is not that Bowser wants to take Princess Peach as he has so many times in the past, but actually he wants to apologize for all the things that he has done, twisting Bowser on his head slightly and, uh, and making him, uh, not necessarily a hero. Depends what you've done throughout the journey. If you've basically left a trail of destruction behind you. It's going to be a big
1: juxtaposition.
0: (laughs) He's clearly not redeemed himself. Um, But, you know, adds a bit of, um, you know, humanizes him a little bit. And this game is going to be called Matthew.
1: Well, I've got two titles, one of which is more linked to what you do, and the other one's quite vanilla. So which one do you want first? Vanilla. Vanilla is just to call it King Cooper which obviously being Bowser's actual name I just thought it worked quite well if he's a king and he's becoming a king of each individual world. I see. Yes. And your next one? Uh and th- the other one was Bowser's pursuit. Which I thought I thought sounded quite pursuit sounded quite scary still.
0: The only thing I had
1: I came up with was Bowser's quest. Because I Bowser think quest was- sounds a bit it's, it's, it sounds it makes it sound like a bit like a hero because it sounds like a quest mm. I yeah, want to make it sound know. like he is still the villain.
0: I I quite like Bowser's
1: Bowser's, chase. I quite like Bowser's pursuit. I I quite like like it. Are we going to go with Bowser's pursuit?
0: But then a pursuit indicates that Princess Peach knows she's being pursued. (laughs) A pursuit is usually a (laughs) two-person thing. Do you know what I mean? As is a chase. Usually, you know, I'm assuming Princess Peach doesn't
1: realise that Bowser's coming for her. Um, (laughs) What's Bowser doing in this situation? He's not He's trying to find his way back. is it's, it's kind of it's his kind of Bowser's Odyssey.
0: What about, really B- what about Bowser's way a... home?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That just sounds really funny because it just sounds like Bowser turns up with a with a suitcase outside his house and goes, "Ma, I'm home, <laughs> home." Oh, um, oh God, Bowser! Gone so sh- long. I've been so worried. Um, I've been so worried. I, I, I your dad loved to hear. Dad, no, he died. He died.
0: I, I think Bowser's Odyssey, Bowser's Odyssey works because the you know
1: it does work as well. It's like it's like the it's like the change of Mario's the, Odyssey, which came out
0: exactly. And you got to think that also the the story of the Odyssey is Odysseus doing some questionable things to get home. Yeah, that's not going to appeal to, <laughs> the but, it works,
1: Nintendo. but it works. But it
0: works. Uh,
1: I like Bowser's well, okay, Odyssey. Okay, quick final question. King King Cooper's Odyssey or Bowser's Odyssey? I think that would be Bowser's Odyssey. Okay. Bowser's I, Odyssey. So, listeners, that is,
0: was indeed, Bowser's Odyssey coming to Nintendo Switch and the GameCube um, very, <laughs> very soon. Oh, do you know what? I missed the GameCube. The I think we all missed the GameCube. Absolutely class Hang on, a moment silence for the GameCube. And carry on. Yeah. I mean, it was, and that wasn't like a Jeremy Clarkson. Oh no. Anyway, oh, you know, no. That, that, that was a genuine, we missed the GameCube. Um, but yes, coming to Nintendo Switch and GameCube very soon. How do you feel about that one, Matthew? I quite like that one.
1: I really like that one. I really like the narrative to that one, actually, because it was mm. such a, it should be such a twist mm. on what, uh, on what you would expect. And it's very exciting. And I'm also taking the opportunity to say, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a review online and remember we'll make your own game for you if you send us a few re- recommendations into twitter we are on yes. twitter as gaming blend pod find us send us recommendations and we'll merge what we what you like into a game as well
0: mm. absolutely we absolutely love doing that um, mainly because we don't have to think of it ourselves um you know we can we can just sort of you know we we, we have do. A, bit of a that's the point you, well, no, no, well, you know you know there's a, bit, there's a bit of help there's a bit of help um but anyway, that has been the Gaming Blender. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Another shout out uh, to the Miskatonic Playhouse uh, podcast. Please uh, look for the
1: link um, down below. In the description. It'll be, In- it'll be below. I'm pointing down on the video right now. But if you're not watching the video, it's still below. So just imagine a smiling board man pointing there.
0: Again, a smiling board man. Um, but that has been the Gaming Blender. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I have been Scott.
1: And I have been a smiling bald man pointing,
0: Matt. Always a smiling bald man pointing. Um, And we hope to uh, to see you next time. Uh, Keep blending. Bye-bye now. Bye.